I mean, it's only appropriate to listen to a hentai podcast with your pants off. I hope most people are doing that right now. Yes. And I'm Aurora. And this is Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. And that regret is usually a reflection of just some some really odd stuff, which we never shame if you're into it, but but some people, ooh, it's it's a lot. But remember, you did this to yourself. Exactly. You you can leave at any time. It, as long as you're not me, I'm stuck here because I'm a host and I'm also not wearing pants uh, because it's so hot in California right now. Uh, so I can't even leave the room I'm recording in. I, I am trapped by the hentai verse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, it's another Faku episode. Yeah. We've been doing these a lot lately, but uh, even though we're partnered with Faku, they're they're super laxed with our schedule. But like, there's just a lot of good content on there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, And today's manga is called An Octopus Always Repays Her Debts. So the description for this manga is have a taste of slippery, unknown pleasure. Ooh. So there's a little preview for you. And I mean, octopus. So but today's tags are vanilla, monster girl, booty, busty, cream pie, deep throat, uncensored, hentai, unlimited, Tentacles, X-ray, big dick, handjob, and eyebrows. I I love how like tentacles is always the stereotype of hentai, and that's almost proven right here because tentacles and monster girls is vanilla <laughs> as far as, <laughs> as, as hentai tags go. Yeah, I will say I. I'm usually not a fan of hentais that have the tag vanilla in them, um, just because I'm the one who likes all the gross, extra yucky, bloody stuff. But I do love hentais that have the eyebrows tag. I love that eyebrows tag. It's so awesome. And sometimes I'll just get lost in the eyebrows tag. So, I mean, for real life, I'm a big into eyebrows. Like 90% of my attraction to a girl is if their eyebrows are, are good or not. Like... My friends are astounded with how fast I am on Tinder, just swiping through. I'm like, all I have to do is look at her eyebrows. If they're not what I want, love can never happen. I mean, oh only good people have good eyebrows because there's That's a lot true. of good eyebrows out there. Yeah. Now, good people can also have bad eyebrows, but bad people can't have good eyebrows. Correct. Except in Disney cartoons. But that's all fantasy. And then the evil people have the best eyebrows. That it is true. Bad. Now, that's where my villain fetish came from, is just because of Disney eyebrows. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, our comic opens with a girl peeking around the corner of a building. And she's wearing a cap, she's got long hair, and she has a really tight skirt that's wrapped around a big fat ass. Um, she looks like she's looking for something or someone, and turns out she is. She's kind of creeping on this dude, and he finally notices that he's being followed. Okay, before you go any further, though, I just want to point out that this first panel, she looks like a squid. Like her hat and hair make her look like a squid. Yes. I love that. And she's got like 
thick chunks of stringy hair, mm-hmm. you know, kind of has that, that squid octopus. Is she an inkling? She she is neither a kid nor a squid. Okay. They did a really good job, though, even in this full body panel of her, like, looking really antsy, though. Yes. I love the sketchiness of this, too. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the, like, um, she's blonde uh, with, like, blonde eyebrows and what I'm assuming are blonde lashes. Maybe she's albino. Like, um, she definitely doesn't have any like dark inking towards like her, her hair and eyelashes, which is like a common thing you see. So she has a much lighter appearance, Mm -hmm. which is just a little bit of a unusual like thing to see as your hentai female protagonists go. See, Mm -hmm. I had canoned her because there's no colored pictures for this or like even like a splash page or anything. I had canoned her like with pink hair and pink eyebrows and pink eyelashes. See, I had seen her as a redhead because (laughs) it makes me think of like a Humboldt squid, which like flash red and white. Yeah. Um, I mean, she definitely has an overall like squid cuttlefish vibe because I'm even noticing her like headphones or part of her hat like (laughs) have the like cuttlefish eye design on them yep it's oh i love to see clever character design in hentai like you you can tell like the person thought about this outfit it's not just slapped on for the sake of a girl to remove her clothing later mm-hmm. like this really like screams ambient clues to the overall theme of what's going on even the text which is like warped down the side of her body has a very wiggly like sense to it yeah and we'll get into like her hat and in just a little bit um so yeah so she's following this glasses dude around and you can't really see his eyes or anything um and he looks like the art style is really sketchy kind of wavy lines there's this quality to the whole entire manga itself so yeah so he notices that she's following him and she comes over and she tells him, uh, I want to thank you for helping me out the other day. And she looks all blushy and kind of nervous, just like before. And she's kind of blushing. And he can't remember, like, when he helped her at all. Absolutely can't remember. And he even says that he doesn't know her. And she's like, well, you've been helping animals since you were a kid, right? And he's like, yeah, but I don't remember you. And he comments about how she's cute and how he definitely would remember helping someone like her. And she fucking lets him have it. And she says, I love you. Please be my wife. <laughs> so she's already breaking heterotative, heterotative, normative norms. Ooh, I can't say words, but she's breaking them. And mm-hmm. so hard, I can't even say them. So I appreciate <laughs> this character. <laughs> And you see, like, on the next page, she's thinking to herself, like, pretty sure that's how it went in the book that I read, right? So you can tell she was reading something beforehand. It has a script, kind of. And the guy decides, like, hey, let's go back. We'll talk at my place. And you see this text overlaid that says, when someone tells you that they love you, you're bound to fall in love right back. And I don't know that I agree with that. Like, what do you, how do you guys feel about that? I completely disagree with that. If someone me and was like, I love you. And I didn't know them. I would be like, I got pepper spray in my bag. (laughs) Like, 
you know, I used to practice Aikido. I will fuck you up. Like, get away from me. I need constant validation. If you say you love me, I will fall in love with you and maybe spray you with ink. Uh, So I'm on board. I don't like that obligation to someone else's feelings. So it made me feel a little uncomfy. Yeah, no, it really is that like, but I was so nice to them that they have to fall in love back. Oh, man. And I've been in that situation before. So mm, nope, nope. Yeah, same, same Z's. So anyways, they go back to his place and he sets his bag down and turns around to be like, hey, can I get you some coffee? And she's just pounces on him and kisses him. She wants that face coffee. Mm-hmm. Notice that her hat came off. And notice what's still on her head. Her her squid eye headphones. Mm-hmm. I actually think they're supposed to be her real octopus eyes. Ooh. Oh. oh, so she is an octopus. She is. She oh. is. It's <laughs> trickery. <laughs> explains her like unknowingness of like telling people that you love them too soon. Because like, how does an octopus know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are the smartest invertebrates. Yeah, but you know, they can open jars like octopi or octopussies. I don't know. I'm going to go with octopussies for the sake of nymphomercials. (laughs) Good choice. Come together to like mate, you know, they uh, just fall in love right away and then sacrifice their own bodies for each other to procreate. So, isn't that the plot of The Little Mermaid? Uh, I. Yeah, actually, kind of, I guess. <laughs> yeah, her hair now is, like, getting a lot uh, thicker. Yeah. yeah. And she tackles him down to the floor, and she is grinding on his hard-on. He's a throbbing. Yeah. He's a throbbing and stretching his pants, and she's fully making out with him, and he's saying, like, just kissing is making me, and he jizzes in his pants. So see... It's called inking, inking. and it's a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> so see when... Though, so... Yeah. And, like, when I first read this, I thought, I'm like, oh, are we getting, like, a hentai that talks about, like, pre-cum? Because that's cool. That's something you don't see very often. That was something that, like, yeah, I haven't seen very often in something, like, to be quite honest, because... American sex education is so terrible. I didn't know it was a thing until I was out in the wild. So I think this is more like pre-ejaculating. Like he no, he came. He creamed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not just pre-cum, but like uh what's it called? Uh not combustive ejaculation. (laughs) That is a much different problem. Yeah. But yeah, he he came. Poor thing. I mean, hey, sometimes people just come super early. Nothing wrong with that. No, for sure, for sure. So this is where the tie ends, right? Because the octopus repaid her debt? No, we are not done yet. (laughs) So she reveals, um, while she's still on top of him, like, oh, it's me. It's the octopus that you rescued the other day. I'm here to repay you. Which, like, what a surprise, you know? We have all like saved a baby bird or like a stray cat once in our life. And imagine just like coming all over this stranger and they're like, I'm that defenseless animal you saved. I'm like, pretty sure you're not. Yeah, pretty sure that's not how the world works. But, you know, it's hentai. So let's let's work with it. Mm -hmm. 
he's just like, I'm sure he's just like, okay. He's like, this girl has taken a little too much acid, but she's happy to be here. So let's keep going. Which in real life, even then, still kind of a bad rapish vibe. But, you know, for the hentai verse, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, you know, oh, so you're an octopus? She's like, sure am. And rather than him, like, questioning it or thinking about it too hard, again, because it's hentai, he's like, that's adorable. <laughs> that's an adorable, totally normal thing that happens. Yeah. And an octopus is fine. I'm cool with this. And so she starts playing with his dick again and apologizes for, you know, being so rough and coming on to him. Like, oh, I'm sorry that I made you wet yourself. Oh, wait, that's not wet. That's what comes out when guys get excited. That's excitement wet. Yes. Yeah, that's a different kind of wet. But she's like, oh, a nice cream taught me about, like, how that happens. Okay. Okay. Wait, like a bird cream? Yes, yes. We'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Don't worry. Also, I was not expecting the level of detail we see in her tentacles because her hair has fully turned into tentacles. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Which, absolutely amazing job of a slow transition from hair to tentacles without, like, they didn't do the Animorphs book kind of transition that's super, like, in your face. They, like, hid it throughout panels. Yeah. detail in reflections and shading in the the tentacles make them look super wet without just drawing water on them Mm -hmm. and the the dick is just so textured and veiny and shaded like it's Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a whiplash compared to the rest of the art style which really shows you like this is personality and this is horny yeah (laughs) so she's now she's stroking his dick with her tentacles and she's like, there's still a lot I want to repay for. Get a, get as excited as you want to get. And she's like rubbing the head of his dick with her tentacles and her suckers. So now she's giving him a hand job, alternating using her hands and the tentacles. And it looks really nice. And she mentions how the crane that taught her about cum also taught her that that part of the anatomy is called a penis. And that if you play with it, guys will cry out in pleasure. This crane already has, like, a better sex education curriculum than America. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Okay. So, parents, you get your baby delivered from a crane. A stork. You know. (laughs) Oh, a stork. Right. So, so the stork delivers the baby, and then a crane teaches that baby, well, not when they're a baby, but when they're older, how babies are made. It's the circle of birds. Birds of a feather teach sexual education together. Yeah, oh my God. it's fun it can be to, before you decide to make a baby, apparently. Go cranes. Everyone needs a crane in their life. It's true. Yes. So this crane told Miss Octopus about how she gave a wing job to <laughs> And um, how it had him squealing and that that's the best repayment that you can give to somebody who does something nice for you is to play with their dick until white shit comes out. So, Which is a good gesture, but but don't feel pressured to <laughs> give handies or wingies to anyone who's done nice things for you. Like if yeah. you want and they want, sure, play with the dick. But like, it's not required. Yeah, a nice handshake. Also, sometimes with your hands, not with the dicks. 
Handshakes, not handjobs. <laughs> um, also, when she says, uh, she even told me the wing job she gave him had him squealing. I just think of like, um, like party wings, like covered yeah. in stuff. Yes. I want hot wings now. What's funny is just last night I was talking to my roommate about how like birds are the weirdest fursona if you're horny because like imagine making out with a beak like it just doesn't go well I would imagine so like if you're making horny fursonas I imagine birds aren't the direction you go in as my lovely friend would say they're just too sharp yeah yeah too pointy plus birds are weird and they do gross stuff Birds are amazing, and I will start a. I'm going to start a new podcast called Bird Marshall. <laughs> I'm not going to be listening to that one because birds are weird and gross. They're super strange. <laughs> they do the thing where they like puff up and they're they look like they're about to explode and then they deflate and it's very confusing. I know they're doing it's it. sexy. I know they're doing it to cool themselves off, but it's like super scary. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this bird's about to explode. And it, Feathers and guts are going to go everywhere, and then it doesn't. And it's like, why? Why do you just infect the body like that? It's very odd. They, I've studied lots of animal anatomy, and birds are just fucking banana bread wild. Yeah. <sighs> we need to find a bird hentai. I would love to find a bird hentai, and I think I might know a person that can maybe point me in the right direction. Yes, clarity, not bestiality with a literal bird. Yeah, but we're talking <laughs> something about that, that, that furry shit. Yeah, or at least furry adjacent. Like, like this seems, is this furry? This is kind of furry. She's anthro, squid, octopus. She's too human for this to be furry. This is True, that, it's just... This is that normie shit. It's yeah, this is normie furry. It, it's literally just a girl with like some elements that look octopus and then octopus hair. Yeah. This is just like wet Medusa. Ooh. <laughs> Medusa two pounds soaking wet. Yes. Medusa with the wet ass P word. <laughs> Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> That's really my favorite line. Okay. Um, so our boy is on his back getting a handy, a tentacle whatever you want to call it. A tenty. A tenty. There we go. Um, and he's like, this octopus girl I met just made me come through kissing alone. And now she's got her tentacles around my dick. And then he's like, thank you very much. He's happy. The boy is grateful. We love a grateful, grateful person. And he comes again and she's into it. It's making her happy that he's happy. Which is so validating. That's true. Like just knowing you're getting someone off can be such a joy. Yes. I also want to point out that his um, penis is getting much, much larger as the panels are going on. So Aurora, uh, often people who have penises, (laughs) they they can start becoming larger as they are. Before he was hard and, you know, it kind of looked like a normal penis. Now it's like the length of her tentacle. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Sometimes you get a super boner. I don't know if your dick can grow like seven to ten inches after it's already been hard. It can. I don't think that's possible without like help from like some kind of pump or saline. What do you think the tentacles are? 
She has a built-in dick pump. <laughs> you know what? That's a really good point. I didn't think about the tentacles being a dick pump, but now I'm on board with the dick pump tentacle. Uh, so we move on to the next page, and we get a really nice shot of her holding the head of his dick um, in between two of her tentacles. And you can see the tip of his dick and like comes leaking out. It's a really like detailed shot, and she like looks at it. And then she gives it a cute little kiss. Just a little. This is the cutest hentai kiss I've ever seen. It's so cute. Just a little peck for his peck. What adds to it is the the scene that she's where she looks at it. It's like very dramatic with like the burst of like white in the the panel. Like, oh, she's very determined. She's very. (gasps) I just looked at the rest of the page. She gets head pats. Yeah, she does. That's both adorable and strange. I love me some good head pats. But yeah, so she says, sorry, like, oh, you know, like looking out at me, me want to kiss it. And he gives her the, oh, like, you know, they're there, head pat, good girl. And so she asked all all of her twists, like, may I please have some more? (laughs) (laughs) Please. Please. Please, Give me more dick soup. I just think of that, uh, the meme, the can you spare some coochie meme? (laughs) Uh, So the next page is also really cute. Like this is, this is some wholesome shit. So she's looking and she's all blushy and you've even got the, the Japanese automatopoeia, the doki doki in it, like her heart's beating. And then you get a nice shot in between of his dick pulsing and, um, there's some cum dribbling out. And what's really cool is that that onomatopoeia is um, jiwa jiwa. And there's a couple meanings for it. It can either be like it's kind of gradually getting hard again or that it's pulsing. Or it can come from the verb, which is jiwaru, which means to gradually like something or to um, have something grow on you, which I thought was cute. And then the last panel is her with a big old smile on her face. And she, then she moves on to itadakimasu on his dick and suck him off. And she uh, she's just like got the dick full mouth speech impediment. Mm-hmm. I do like that translation there. That's that's a so much. That's what's funny is so in a lot of the text they've been doing the like heart like emoji but then when she like has her mouth full uh instead of like handwritten the text is handwritten Mm -hmm. and the heart is also hand drawn to like just really show that it's like sloppy talk yes and i like that you know our boy's super into it he's like "Oh, oh that's hot kind of thing like his is just very messy and sketched out. So it's like this good contrast of like really into it. And then also really like cute, just all in the same panel. Mm-hmm. I like that the automatopoeia for that panel too is hand drawn too. Just, it's a really good panel. Frame it, put it on the wall. Yeah. This, this artist has done a really great job at using different styles to kind of categorize everything. The, the shakiness of just lines, but then the, the high detail of like the sexual, like anatomy, just to really like show you the tone of each individual element that is present in this. Yeah. So she's, you know, going to town on that dick and you know is thinking to herself like oh you know i came to repay him but like you know looking at his dick made me want to suck him off like am i being selfish like no girl you're both enjoying this like nobody's being selfish you're 
two consenting adults having a great time. Well, a consenting adult and an octopus. Yes. <laughs> an adult octopus. <laughs> so we move on to the next page and she is, you can tell she's really getting into it. She's got more of her tentacles out and her booty's up in the air and it's looking pretty, pretty scrumptious. I really like this panel of her face because like I'm a really big fan of the dark crystal and she kind of looks like a gelfling. <laughs> gelfling. I wonder if there's some dark crystal hentai. Oh, there is. Oh, there is 100%. Right. I forgot your entire, uh, like inside library at your house. Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. And, but what's even better is the, the hentai is great, but the written fan fiction, most of it is so hilarious. Like, it's a good laugh. You know, the, this show's been going on for uh, over a year now, and I think this is the first time we've ever covered a t like a, a manga or anything with tentacles in it, besides like one drawing we had on a special art talk. Oh. Uh, yeah, so like, really you know, we're starting to get to some first, and I think uh, a fan fiction is something we definitely need to cover one time. That would be really fun. That would be really fun. So yeah, her booty's popping off. We get a nice panel that's like a angle kind of looking underneath her and her titties are hanging down and they have some nice weight to them. And she's still, you know, sucking him off and kind of moving towards the tip of his dick. And then he can't take it anymore. He's about to bust and he pulls her face closer into his dick. And she keeps sucking, sucking, sucking. And then, yeah, he finally busses and makes a big mess. I've heard a lot of um, people who give, like, blowjobs complain about that move where, like, the person will grab their head in. But I imagine as, like, an invertebrate, it's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of space to stretch. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, like octopi can like squeeze through the cracks of a wall. But what people don't know is that octopi anthro humans can like, you know, squeeze a dick all the way down their throat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Must be nice. <laughs> so then we see him like, I guess, like his soul's left his body or something because he's sitting on the edge of the bed and he's like, there's like very little detail to <laughs> <laughs> he's got an ear a sweat and a butt crack and that's it and he's turned away from her, from her i guess he's kind of like embarrassed or whatever and then you find out he asked her about putting um like like actually having sex with her and she's like oh put your penis between my legs like want to get bitten because you know octopus speak yeah, and it shows, like, just a disembodied, like, octopus beak chamber, I guess, just, like, floating. Which, dude, the blowjob would have been where the beak was. Yes. But, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I would have to Look, blame. this guy not only came twice, but went through, like, a dick enlargement pumping session all unexpected when he thought how this day was going to go. Uh, so, you know what? We'll give him the benefit of the doubt to being confused about octa-human anatomy. Yeah. But she lays down on her back and it's fine. 
she's like, oh, okay, it's fine. Like when I turned into human, this part changed to me too. Oh, it's soft. And she's um, stroking her pussy with a bunch of her tentacles. So before we move on, though, I just want to go back to the beak thing. This says octopus beaks are said to be the most delicious thing in the world. That's just like they just added that little flavor text in there. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone was wondering, they're supposed to be the most delicious thing in the world. So if you think a lady has an octopus beak between her legs, you get in there. Okay. The most this has already clearly been established because he came just from kissing her, which is where the beak would have been. Her mouth was just super delicious. Don't you ever come because something's so delicious? That's what's happening here. I mean, maybe someday, but not yet. I guess I haven't had something so... Uh, I haven't had octopus beak, so... Apparently you can't eat them. I just Googled it. Oh, <laughs> this hentai... So this is lying. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was taking this as like doctrine. <laughs> At least according to this, like you shouldn't eat it, but maybe it's a different, like maybe okay. other people, maybe, yeah, people can eat them, but it's saying on here that you shouldn't like the parts that you shouldn't eat. Just cause you shouldn't eat it. Doesn't mean it's not delicious. <laughs> yeah. Valid. <laughs> so she, she's on her back and he's, crawling on top of her she's like oh i see it's called a pussy how informative so we're learning a lot here today and she's learning a lot and we're learning with her yeah this is our sex ed (laughs) as well as octopus anatomy ed and cooking education (laughs) (laughs) and she's thinking to herself oh if a kiss was enough to make me that happy i wonder how it'll feel when he puts his penis inside of my pussy and she's on her back and um her boobs look amazing and uh yeah he puts it in and then we get a nice shot of him balls deep inside of her with a nice shloop and i was just about to read it (laughs) swoosh on in there the the last panel of this page like just shows a real good picture of her like butt and the 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 penetration but like she's got a little puffy butthole there and i think the implication is that she came yeah. from the onomatopoeia and from her screaming and then also like the next page she's like oh I'm okay I was just startled like oh it feels good the handwritten like orgasm text here uh, is definitely a cleaner stroke kind of matching to her original like thank you come filled mouth so yeah it, it's using like font work to depict characters rather than just bubble direction which I love mm-hmm. Also, I just want to point out that um, I guess I'm not very good at reading because I was looking at these uh, descriptors and I was like, it says witch, witch. Like, is he saying, she's saying that he's a witch, but it definitely says (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. She's she's talking about the gaming streaming platform, Twitch, (laughs) Twitch. So she um, flips him over and climbs on top of him. And she's like, ah, my pussy. I've learned what it's like to have a pussy. (laughs) My pussy's all yours. And... They start fucking and they even stand up and start fucking. And then she starts getting flexible and using her tentacles to like lift her leg up like next to her fucking head. Well, an octopus better be super flexible. Okay. Yes. Out of all the animals in the kingdom, that's the one. (laughs) Yeah. And she still got her headphones on too. Just, just to remind everyone. So she, she still got some, um, 
good octopus looking bits in like this panel where she has her leg up. You like her eyes are like squinting. So you just really see this octopus eye and then a tentacle wrapped around her leg. So it's a really good like visual of the character design. Yeah. Also more labia detail than you usually see throughout all of the sex scenes. Like, of course, the very first time you see her vagina and, and learn that it's not beaked, there was like good detail, but like so far, every like panel you see her vagina in, there is more detail than usual. Yeah. And then we finally get a nice x-ray shot and he is all up in there, knock, knock, knocking at the door of her cervix. And then he buses. Just just shooting that ink in there. Squirting that goo. And then he takes his dick out, shooting mm-hmm. all over her back and mm-hmm. into her hair. And she, yeah, and she work. looks like she's in heaven. She is very blissful. Which I've heard stories about come in your hair and it never sounds pleasant. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, we get a good like cream pie shot yeah it's really nice it's like oh it's dribbling out oh yeah it's like one looks great yeah and then we get two more little panels um and our our boy says after that the octopus i saved didn't try to drag me away anywhere we just had sex horned it up talked about love and lived happily ever after ah what a happy ending that is very cute. God, I wish that were me. Do you think she only eats sushi? She's eating rice. I will say that there is an octopus on her bowl. Yeah. Maybe it's a picture oh, of that's mom cute. or something. Yeah. She's got salad, I think. <laughs> octopus salad? Yeah. Ugh, I hate salad. <laughs> this ruined it for me. I was so into this <laughs> and I thought there was salad. I love salad. Salad is the best. Okay, so I will say I'm a teensy bit disappointed because I was hoping a little bit that this was going to go this way, that she was like, oh, I'm here to like repay my debt as an octopus or whatever, because octopus always do that. Cool. Um, And then they had sex and stuff. And in in the wild, an octopus will a female octopus will, you know, have sex and then have children, and then die protecting the eggs. So I kind of had a feeling that's where this was going. Like, they were going to have sex, and then she was going to die, and it was going to be, like, really tragic and sad, because he's like, no, I love you so much. And then she dies, and then that didn't happen. They just lived happily ever after. Maybe that's the sequel. I hope so. Maybe this is the fanfic. (laughs) Fix it, fic. Uh, Who's the artist of this? Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I was so caught up with doing the tags that I so wrapped up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Get it? Um, the artist is Kikuta. Great work. Yeah. So I thought that this was super cute. And what's kind of cool, like I know, like I kept mentioning the crane and even the title for this. It is a callback to a Japanese folktale called Tsuru no Ongaeshi or the crane returns a favor. Oh. And the story, it's also known as the crane wife. So, you know, like the band, the crane wives or the Decemberist album. Gosh, I love the crane wives. Yeah. And the story of the crane wife is that a man saves an injured crane and later a really beautiful woman comes to him and she says that she's going to, you know, help him out and take care of him. 
and they get married and she helps him out. And she tells him like, I'm going to make this cloth or I'm going to make these clothes, but whatever you do, do not come into the room while I'm making it. And of course he comes in at one point and peeks on her and he finds out that she's a queen and she's using her feathers to make into the cloth because he broke his promise to her. She has to leave him. And there's tons of variations on the story with different animals, different birds. And I think this is completely why the octopus mentioned her crane friend. Her crane friend sounded like she had a, a happier time of it than the original folktale. The amount of thought that has gone into this is just, it's just so impressive. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. And looking through the collection of work that they have on Faku, quite a lot of stuff and a lot of interesting looking things, especially from the title. One is called The Inn From Which You Never Return. That sounds like an Aurora type of thing. Yeah. And I think um, looking at more of their works would be cool. I'm curious to see like if this amount of detail carries over into all of them. I'm assuming it does, but yeah, we'll have to check it out. Also, someone in the comments for this pointed out uh, tentacles, but they don't fuck the girl. What? And I was like, oh, yeah, like no tentacle penetration in vagina. And that's like kind of the the usual. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, um, if y'all are down for a little bit of a hentai history lesson, we can talk about that. Yeah, let's learn. Okay. So... The tentacle genre itself of hentai is known as shokushu gokan, or tentacle violation is what that means in English. It can be consensual, but it usually isn't. We used to call it tentacle rape because that's the context that's usually seen in. However, we more commonly call it tentacle porn now. Yeah, now there are, is a specific subcategory, and I believe it's said consent, uh, future milk. Yeah, consenticles. Uh, you can find it on 4chan D sometimes. It doesn't pop up a lot. But yeah, people have gotten into the idea of like very enthusiastic and consensual um, tentacle sex. Yeah. And our first real depiction that we see of that in um, Japanese art is Hokusai's uh, Shunga, the erotic woodblock print called Dream of the Fisherman's Wife. Um, it's from 1814, so there's a lot of history behind this. Um, and that picture depicts a female abalone diver being eaten out by one octopus, and then she's kissing and being fondled by another. And they're straight up octopi. Yeah, they're straight that, up octopus. Right? Um, but yeah, still with no problems with the beak? Yeah, still no problems with the beak. <laughs> um, but the cool thing about this art is many viewers look at it and see it like oh she's you know being raped but actually it comes from japanese folklore about an abalone diver named tamatori and the dragon king and the text that comes with that picture makes it clear that it's very much a consensual act between all parties involved so i mean as consensual as you can get with yeah well i mean <laughs> they're, they're magic octopuses and it's a japanese folktale so. yeah it's not real so yeah. it's very different. <laughs> yeah. In more contemporary works, we start to see tentacles become popular as a way to skirt around censorship laws. Um, most censorship laws in Japan date back to the Meiji period, and more regulations were imposed after World War II on terms of like um, censorship in uh, manga and in literature. 
it's why you see a lot of the mosaics and black bars in hentai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of these black bars are just barely passing. Yeah. yeah, and that might be an interesting topic to talk about sometime in like an episode itself is talk about the history of hentai censorship. Um, I would be down to research that and talk about it. As far as like talking about modern pioneers in the tentacle porn genre itself, in terms of animation, we have Labu Girl, um, Urotsuki Doji, and Demon Beast Resurrection, which all came out in the 90s. And what's bananas about that to me is that these titles have popularity in the West. Like you could find them as anime VHSs. Um, They all came out in the mid 90s and they often get brought up when talking about classic anime VHS tapes. And even some of the more academic books that I have about anime and manga mention all those titles, especially in the context of tentacle porn. So, yeah, it's a pretty big thing within hentai with a really interesting history. So I'm glad that we got to talk about it on Infomercial. Yeah, I think anyone you ask that doesn't actually look at hentai will typically give you a description of hentai involving tentacles. That's mm-hmm. that's like the uneducated stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Um, nowadays, whenever I, I run into something tentacle based, uh, which actually isn't that common when I'm just like browsing around. Yeah, it's typically like a disembodied tentacle it's usually not very octopus like there's there's typically not suction cups it is just kind of like a slithering tentacle that is not part of any monster or anything like sometimes it's entire room full of them or just creeping out the darkness um a lot of people tend to stray away from the octopus verbatim kind of thing which is understandable (laughs) that's a little bit more of a niche thing but uh yeah, like um, tentacles still like hold a lot, even though they're not as needed for the, the censorship. But yeah. uh, it, I, it's kind of a hentai staple. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually was going to comment that um, I I typically do see a lot of um, tentacle stuff because I tend to watch the little bit more like graphic things um, where people do get sexually assaulted pretty regularly by crazy tentacles and i feel like that's pretty common in that genre of hentai of um where people are like "Ooh, i'm a crazy demon and i have a gross thing in me that i just want to put all my tentacles all over your body so i actually do see a lot i i wonder if non-consensual tentacle sex is more common in animated stuff that that's currently being produced versus nowadays you'll see more consensual tentacle stuff in manga things because, um, oh, you know what? I think I did cover it on the show that this little like tentacle monster living in someone's attic. Yeah, this was something we reviewed. It uh, came down and like, you know, fell in love with the the woman that was actually living there. But again, consensual. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's the real split because I haven't actually heard of consensual tentacles in animation yeah and i think kind of like i had mentioned about like the more popular titles in the late 90s that's the context that it came in and like aurora had mentioned is that it tends to have to do with like demons and it just being either demons or like aliens like you know and non-consensual you know rape tentacle rape rather than yeah i feel like it maybe makes people more comfortable um living out that rape fantasy when it is like a demon 
or an alien, something that's not human. So it's like, oh, I feel more comfortable with this kind of fantasy that I have because it's not actually like a human doing it to another human. Um, it makes it seem not as possible. Yeah. So a little bit of separation. Um, <laughs> and then I imagine it adds to it both in a sense of like control because something having tentacles is such a power move <laughs> to the anatomy. They, they're able to do things to control the situation so much yeah. more than a human yeah. can. Like I have so, two arms and you have eight tentacles and usually two arms as well. Also, like when you think about it, penetrating wise like um sure you can fist a girl but that's not always as comfortable as like this tentacle which can be bigger than a penis but smaller than a fist can you know technically it, it can adjust in size of, and girth by the way it's compacted so it's you know maybe kind of the perfect size each time to just go right into a bat yeah it's the goldilocks of vaginal penetration Man, this is a lot of tentacle talk. I didn't think I'd be talking about tentacles this much today. Yeah, you know, it's it's always a surprise to record an infomercial. <laughs> so I'm really curious if, if any of our listeners have seen consensual tentacle sex uh, in an animated thing. Go ahead and send it to nymphomercialpodcast at gmail.com because uh, I'd like to, to cover that. Um, and the more consensual, the better. I want to find the most consensual. Like, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, no. And then they're like, oh, I like this. Let, let's try to find just the absolute, you know, contract even. Like, I want to see a tentacle writing in ink like I'm down. You know what I would really like to see is a situation where maybe like, a girl or a boy or whatever gender um, has tentacles and maybe it's a secret. And then there's all the people who are wanting to have sex with that person because of the tentacles. And they're just like, no, don't touch my tentacles. I'd like to see the reverse. Oh yeah. Like the, the tentacle person is very shy and like kind of body, like the, they're like shy about their own body, even though everyone else is into it. Everyone else is like, yes, show us them tentacles. And they're like, no, don't jerk off my tentacles. But they do it anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, if this doesn't exist, this might have to be the first nymphomercial original hentai. <laughs> At least one panel. At least. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's start writing out a script. I like that it'd be a good setup for like a harem, like hentai. Oh, yeah, like a harem with different like different um, people that are trying to pursue our tentacled friend. OK, so here it is. It's a harem uh, that this girl has like and she keeps meeting all of these guys that have like hentai tropes, but are like opposite in some way. And she's just so horny for them. But like just, you know, has to not always work around like like whatever the stereotype is we completely flip it so like the tentacle guy just just like really shy about his tentacles and like she has to really work it into him convince him like hey doesn't it feel good when i do this you know i would read that i would read that here's the plan it's like a lewd tentacle fruits basket yes yes yep yep i would be into that i'm trying to think of a hornier word than basket basket feels very wholesome (laughs) It doesn't but, very wholesome, but maybe it can be wholesome. 
maybe they all love each other. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I like this. I guess this is our next erotic endeavor. <laughs> Um, but for the rest of you, uh, good luck on your erotic endeavors. Bye, friends. Stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, don't forget about your tentacles. Wash those tentacles. Oh, hygiene is important. Do you need a mask if you're wearing a beak? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She has a built-in dick pump.